Welcome to another edition number of 29. number 29 number edition of, of the <laughs> Energy ahead. Wise Home Show, guys. guys. You got it right. There we go. <laughs> Woo-hoo. And, and, We're 29 uh, in. We finally got it right. Ah, uh, well, right off know. the bat like that. Look yeah, at that. Look yeah, at right. go. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So today we're going to be exploring and talking a little bit about ducks. <sighs> ducks. That not, sounds like fun. Yes. Not, not springtime. Not the, no, not the little <laughs> feathery friends that we have, you know, Affleck guy. Um, we're talking about sheet metal. Sheet metal, sheet metal ducks. Ducks. Duct. Yeah. With a T. C-T-S. <laughs> ducks. Ducks. Sometimes people get that confused with yeah. duck. Duct tape too. They think yeah, that, yeah. that goes. No, it's not the same. Yeah, it's a D-U-C-K yeah. tape. So we're talking about ducks and duck. Duck what? Duck. What are we going to talk about? Uh, There's a lot of things we could talk about with ducks. Well, there is, and and funny enough, but people never think about them. <laughs> really? Because you're supposed to think about your ducks. Well, they have a big impact on your comfort. Okay, I'll give you that. And on the efficiency of your system, and on really the the um, noise level. Okay. Yeah. So they affect a lot. Right. The hard part is sometimes you're kind of stuck with what you got in some cases. So while you may want to have an improvement there, it might be a little rough. But let's talk about that just a little bit. So right. I was I was just looking at some some numbers, and we have some nice tools in our industry. That allows us to look at, hey, if I've got a, say, a five-ton system. All right. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this a little bit. We're going to get techie. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get gonna deep dive in, and techie. It's going to get deep. deep real fast this is, right this on is this This is the one. deep end of the pool. I'm look coming out. off the high dive. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, five-ton system. That's a big system. Five-ton. That's, so, that's the biggest a residential big unit that they make. Right. Um, so, it's a good-sized house. How big do you think that ductwork would have to be to handle that five tons of air? Uh, Give me a wild this guess. Is a trick question. Well, and you want it in a what? You want it in uh, in an eight by? Oh, eight by? Yeah, oh, I know this. Come on, man. Eight by five tons. Eight five by tons. thirty-six, maybe. Ooh, hang on. So I was doing it. I was doing it halfway. So let me <laughs> let me get that on there. Got to be close, Ooh, man. Eight by. Hey. You said thirty six. I did. Really close. Yeah. Thirty eight. There you go. <laughs> okay. And I've been in this industry a really long time. Never seen an eight by thirty six anywhere. <laughs> eight by thirty six. Eight by thirty eight. No. Yeah, ever. No. Doesn't well, happen. I'll 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 draw that back a little bit. Yeah. Back in the thirties and forties. Yeah, when they designed. Than- the duct system. For like beautiful radius. Gravity flow air yeah, systems. Yeah, gravity flow systems. Yeah. They actually made ductwork that would flow air. Yeah, not anymore. The new systems rely on strictly static pressure, which is kind of like brute force. Yeah. Shoving that air down the pipe and getting it into those little six-inch runs. And with that comes some noise. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the other thing is, the reality reality side is um, when the folks who are building homes look at ductwork sizing, they do it to the very minimum and sometimes even cut a little bit out of the minimums well, on ductwork sizing. And 
because they know that the 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 equipment that they're putting in there, and we've gotten hung on this even recently, the equipment that they're putting in there isn't flowing the the amount of airflow <laughs> that the that they say it will, and so right. they they actually so well, when we go back in there with a great piece of equipment, then right. all of a sudden the duct's size is too small. Right now we're even actually the tonnage is the same moving moving the actual amount of air. Yep. That it's rated for, and all of a sudden it gets really loud and and gets crazy because now we're moving that specified amount of air, which is what you're supposed to be doing. Now, I want to go back being, to something you were just talking about. Okay, okay? so you, right. you said you have duct air pressure. Yes. Okay. Duct so, pressure. Yeah. Well, let's talk static about pressure. Static pressure. Yes. So for the people who are less geeky than you, okay, fill them in on what that means and is there ratings and how we measure that yes yes and yes yeah um so duct static pressure is a way that we can measure the air pressure inside the ductwork and it's a really it's a small measurement okay. so we're measuring it on inches of water column but we're actually breaking that down that inch of water column we're breaking down to tenths and even <laughs> hundreds actually because, you know, we'd like to see a 0.5 on on the return and a 0.5 on the supply, but we could see a 0.55 or 0.54, you know. So we can get that specific on our duct static pressure. Total system static pressure shouldn't be more than one inch total, and that's, that's on a um, variable speed blower. Standard system should even be less than that. Okay. So when we get into when we get into the super high efficiency filters, things like that, that can add static pressure that may not your system may not even be designed for. Is this anything that a normal heating and cooling guy would come out and actually look at ever? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would I would like to say that other technicians may get into that realm. Um, and and I'll say the top two percent, yes. Um, there's roughly 450 companies here in St. Louis, um, so you're going to have to call a bunch to get to that top two percent. We're one of those companies that actually test that um, because we've been through a whole lot of training and our guys understand the importance of it because it has an effect on efficiency, comfort, and sound. So there's maybe about 10 companies in St. Louis is what you're saying that would actually test this on a regular basis. Well, that that know how to test for it, know, know what it means, it. and then and know what to do about it. Right. Right. Yep. So what do you do about it? <laughs> we're not even getting there yet. We haven't gone there yet? No. No. We're still talking about sizing and things like that. I, I touched on just momentarily high-efficiency filters, and that can have a lot to do with system performance. So... I know we talked about it on another show too, but I just wanted to mention it here that those great filters that you might buy at a at a big box store that are made by 3M, I'm going to go ahead and call them out. <gasps> huh? um, I saw one the other day. It's a black filter. That'll <laughs> never show the dirt ever. Well, no, and it's not black internally, but it's black on the outside. The black, it's like the super. It's like the black credit card. It's the super maxi, huh. extra dense. You can't get anything through it. Huh. Was it ch charcoal-coated or something? No, no, no. No, I'm, just... I'm saying the, the inside is white. Okay. So the louvered part 
or like the the zigzag part is white. Oh, but the frame around it is black. Oh, so okay, and they're right. to- touting it as the super most high efficient great filter. Well, it is totally different than the other ones, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> um, it's super dense, but it's only one inch deep. Yeah. And that really, really slows down the air. And it means you're probably going to get to change that filter more often. More often, right. And it's a lot more expensive. Yeah. So you're going to spend 15, 20 bucks on this great filter. It does stop those smaller particles, but man, so it has small, a, Stops the air as well. Right, right. Yeah. And that's that's the challenge on filtration is you've got to have a good balance of airflow and, and particulate capture. Removal, yeah. yeah. So... You know what? We're coming up against a break. We're going to be back, back and we're going to talk a little bit more about duct placement and uh, airflow some and airflow duct and ducts. And, and yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. All right, we'll be right back. Air conditioner overheated? Whether it's a quick fix or time for something new, you need a dealer who knows what it takes to keep things cool. And a Bryant dealer does whatever it takes. It takes attention to detail, the right tools, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Bottom line, it takes a Bryant dealer to keep your family cool. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the 29th episode of the Energy Wise Home Show Guys with Chris and Travis from Chesterfield Service. You can reach out to us uh, via Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, regular old uh, www.chesterfieldservice.com. Yeah. Uh, spot. Uh, or phone. Service at chesterfieldservice.com. Send us an email. 636-532-5841. Yeah, if you're old school. That'll get you there. Yeah. I mean, you could stop by the office, too. (laughs) Send a smoke screen. Yeah. So anyhow, we're talking about uh, airflow, air pressure, air problems. Yeah. Uh, Well, and let's talk about problems. Okay. Because some people have problems. They may not even know it. Right. Most Um, don't. What what we have found through some, uh, we've been we've been really diligent about uh, testing duct and duct pressures and things like that for the last few years, and what we found is some folks they've got a system in, it's running, it's not really causing any major issues, but because the duct system is a little too small here or there, or because somebody put in an oversized blower. Um, it's just costing them an extra probably 20, 30 bucks a month to run unnecessarily. Right. And so that so, was really, really, really common. Yes. Uh, everybody back in the 70s and 80s and some in the 90s, uh, the idea was bigger is better. Sure. And if you're going to buy a new or a replacement machine for the one that was originally put in your house in the 60s, uh, now you're in the 80s, you're 20 to 30 years down the road, and you're going to, instead of putting a two and a half ton in, you're going to put a three ton, or instead of putting a four ton in, you're going to put a five ton in. We're talking and about so, blowers. Yeah, this is blower capacity and blower right. size. Right. And so some of it was because of the manufacturers, uh, that was the only thing they had available. On the other, ca- on the other hand, uh, people just said, well, yeah, you know, uh, more, more is better. More blowers uh, better. More blowers better. Right. And I'm getting a better deal with this guy because I'm getting a bigger unit. Right. And uh, that's not necessarily the case. You can actually install, you can give yourself issues <laughs> uh, when it comes right down to it. Well, and that's what Travis can be chatting about. Yeah, or somebody gives you issues if you want to look at it that way. Um, and really what, what that boils down to is when we come out and look at your system, if we're talking about replacement, we're going to do an energy, um, 
We're going to do a load calculation on your home to find out exactly what size your, your home needs. And that could actually change depending on if you've done energy upgrades, if, you know, maybe you did windows and siding and doors and um, all that kind of neat stuff and attic insulation. That reduces the load of the house. Right. Um, the other thing that has a big effect is shading. You know, if you used to have these monster oak trees and now because of age or whatever, you had to take them down, that changes the load. Right. So what may have been okay five years ago, two years ago, may be the wrong size in your house now. Today. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to to factor in there, and that's why uh, when we come out and we look at that specifically, make sure it's the right size for your home and how you're using it. So uh, back to ducks since that's where we're focusing. Right. right. Yeah. Um, And I talked a little bit about that beautiful radius square duck back Mm -hmm. in the day. That is Um, nice. It is. It's, (laughs) and it's, and it's for a guy like me, it's like artwork. It is art. When I, when I look at stuff like that, I'm like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Um, The stuff that's in homes that were built after the sixties, because that kind of went away. Yep. Around the 50s and 60s pretty much went away. And what we've got now is this pretty much it's a square duct and then there's round six-inch ducts that come off of that. Um, hopefully, if the guy who built the home had a good heating and cooling guy in there, they put an adequate amount of ducts in. Um that's not always the case. Sometimes that's never the case. Just be well, honest. That's <laughs> <laughs> trying they put to be the nice. Bare minimum in, and this is why the duct system on every home that was built from 1970 forward, let's say, right, uh, was one. The heating and cooling guys are typically uh, in the way of the rest of the trades. If you yes. really want to talk to, uh, talk about it that way, because we use up more room than the plumbers do, and more room than the electricians do. And nobody really wants to give us the proper amount of space that we actually need to run the right size ducts. So right. what happens is by force of the builders, typically, uh, through cost reductions, yep. uh, we've been forced to put in the very absolute minimum. Not us as a company, right. but as us an as industry. an industry. Yep. Uh, we've been forced into a hole and everybody around you will comply. Yeah. Uh, because they still want to keep their business open. And so in order to be still in business, um, you have to do what the competitors are doing in most cases. Right. And that means undersizing the ductwork in order to make that fit into their budget. And budget that's and just space really where we're at. Yeah. And so be aware. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the new systems are even worse. Uh, the homes that are built today uh, are significantly undersized in most cases. Yeah. And if you change it and go with something that's bigger or a more powerful drive, um, you are going to have duct... Duct issues. Issues. Issues, meaning it's going to get noisier. Now, I'll I'll say, and I I was visiting with one of our our vendor reps earlier today, and one of the things that they offer is a higher quality register or grill. Makes a big difference. And that makes a huge difference. So... One of the things we can do when we're looking at lessening the system noise and and flowing a little bit more air, just simply changing those registers for a high-quality, actual louvered grill rather than the 
they call them a stamped face grill, but really all that means is it's it's kind of a, a pressed device and it, it it creates more restriction at the face of that grill. Right. So and I'm talking about the grills down there in the floor. The other thing is if they're in an area that's high traffic and they get stepped on and smashed and they're not those fins aren't even in the original place. Right. That's really bad. They're not going to flow near <laughs> near the amount of air that they were originally designed, which is not enough to begin with. Right. So, um, the other thing with placement, and we'll get to that uh, now, is is sometimes duct placement is just poor. You know, right. kitchens are inherently that's a tough place to to get a a register in. Um, and there's times where we've gone in and actually added them to islands and things like that where it gets some more air in the kitchen because it's usually hot in there. You got, you got cooks going on in there and, and mama's hot in the kitchen. That's never good. Yeah, no. And there's so, more people in there. Well, and typically, yeah. especially if they do, if, if there's been a kitchen remodel Ooh, done, Yeah. forget it. Yeah. You know, you get a kitchen remodeler in, into a kitchen and if there's a duct in the way, guess what happens? Ducks out of the way. The ducks got out of the way. Right, right. We don't worry about the duct. Yeah. Uh, and so I, we probably once a quarter are going out to somebody's house and putting ducks back in the kitchen. Right. Uh, and it's an afterthought and it's a problem, especially when you have a nice long, hot summer like we've had or you experience a really, really cold winter. Right. Uh, what, what Chris means by a problem is it's expensive. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we talk about problems, we can fix darn near anything. Yep. Much. It just costs more. Yep. So, anyway, you know what? We're coming up on a break. We're All gonna right. we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about uh, duct noises. Okay. Duct noises and some of the things we can do. We'll be right back. This segment brought to you by the good folks over at Chesterfield Service. Chesterfield Service takes pride in providing the highest quality heating, cooling, and appliance repair with the finest customer service in the greater St. Louis and surrounding areas. In fact, we are so committed to offering you the best service that we train our staff to become your customer service expert. We're so sure that you'll love our service that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. We thrive to exceed our clients' expectations. Feel free to browse our site, and if you need further information, contact our customer service experts. 532-5841, give us a call. Okay, and we're back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back Glad to, to have you back. Energy Wise Home Show Guys show. Chris and Travis, Chesterfield Service. Yep. We have been talking about ducks. Not yeah. the whack, whack ducks, <laughs> but the other kind of ducks, the ducks that make you, and it's one of those, I'll say, ducks are kind of the unsung hero. <laughs> I'll just say it. Really? I will. The unsung hero yeah, of? Of heating and cooling. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, ducks are pretty, I mean, that's about the unsexiest part of the system that there is, <laughs> of an unsexy system. Yeah, there is I mean, really. nothing to really talk about other than. Well, I guess there is some things. To well, talk yeah, about, we spent a whole thirty. Was, yeah. Well, we're about to spend thirty minutes talking about nothing but ducks. Come on now. Um, but the reality is, once they're in, it's not very easy to make drastic changes. Right. Okay. And um, you know what? What we have done in time to time, we've gone into homes where duct systems are drastically undersized, and we can take sections out. Replace yeah. those with with larger pieces, and then maybe add some some runs or some outlets to them uh, to make the system more efficient. That's one way of getting it done. Uh, 
Okay. Um, so what you're saying is bigger is better. Well, in duct sizing, yes to a point. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can get too big. Okay. But I haven't seen very many of those. Yeah. There's it's, few and far it's, between. It's yeah, way more common I, I to be will undersized. Say it's, it's down in the 1% club if your duct work is oversized. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often. No. So most of the time what we do is we fight undersized duct work. Um, both on the warm air side and the return side. The return side is what actually brings the air back down into the to the furnace, into that blower and through the through the filter, um, and it can be undersized as well. And and sometimes that's as simple as changing out that that drop that kind of comes down next to the furnace. Right. Um, sometimes it requires pretty extensive changes. <laughs> um, and. That, that gets into specific situations, but we could, you know, obviously when we're out there, we look at right. it and go, hmm, okay. Sometimes people hear their ductwork making a kabam. Right. And if that's the case, more than likely the pressure is probably too great inside okay. that ductwork, either a negative or a positive, and it causes that, that sheet metal to, to actually kind of tin can, what they call. Okay. Which oil is canning or tin canning. Oil canning, tin canning, where it just... Kabang, and it's and it's basically moving to the point where that that sheet metal shifts and it clank. So right, um, and since it's metal, it kind of you know moves that noise everywhere. Right. So um, the other thing that I have heard people uh, have issues with is actually ductwork in the walls that is expanding or contracting, and it makes more of like a um, ticking noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah almost I got a like problem a like that right now in my house. Yeah. Sadly, unless you're willing to to do some drywall work, ticking pretty much no way I get to can't it. get solved very easily. Um, you know, we can best we can do is is get at that ductwork, remove it, um, and that's usually not any fun. Um, insulate it, stuff like that. But right. it gets that gets expensive because you have to get to it right so um the other the other part of duct work that we were going to talk about is actual sizing right well we talked about sizing a little bit on the front side oh, okay. as far as you know the big squares and stuff like that right the other part was is more better i guess is the, the other part i mean how many how many you know how many ducks should you have how many ah. ducks could you have aha that kind of stuff i think is probably appropriate Okay, so a, a simple way mm-hmm. of looking at it. So for, I'm going to say an average average three home, ton home, three ton home, and and when we say three tons, that's three tons of air conditioning. That's 1,200 cfm because uh-huh. airflow is measured in tons of air, and that's a that's kind of a <laughs> literal term. Here. Where yeah. I know we're getting real technical on it. But it's measured in CFM, cubic feet per minute, so 400 CFM per ton. Mm-hmm. So now we've got 1,200 CFM. We need, we need roughly one duct for every 100 CFM. So on a three-ton system, you should have approximately 12 Supply vents. Supply vents, right. In your home is what right. you're saying. Roughly, you could have a couple more. You don't want much less. And that's where you get into the more is better. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could have a couple more, but if you had like twenty yeah. or twenty-five yeah. 
on a three-ton system. So let's do some quick math. So okay. you're saying you should have 12, and yeah. let's say you have a normal 2,000-square-foot home, and you're going to have three bedrooms. Right. So two of the bedrooms are standard, and then you have a master, so right. you maybe have two ducts in there. Then you right. have, uh, let's say it's two bathroom. Each one of those is going to have a duct. Yep. And then you're going to have uh, two in the living room and two in the kitchen. Yep. And then you got probably have a, uh, then you probably have a, uh, a laundry foyer. room. Foyer. A laundry room and a foyer. So let's see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. That's it. That's 12. Woo! Yeah. Magic. Yeah. It's not magic. So, no. It's not and brain so, surgery. No. No. <laughs> but if you take that same house and just expand uh, the size a little bit, well, okay. what happens? What happens if we if we throw that what used to be a patio? Now we're turning it into a four season room, and we just we just extend those ducts out. Right. Okay. There's there's one scenario we see nonstop all the time. Yeah, that happens a lot, and that doesn't work. Right. And so the point that I'm trying to get to is, let's say you had a the twelve hundred or you had the the uh, twelve hundred CFM three ton, and you right. decided to put it a three and a half ton on it because bigger is better back in the seventies, right? Sure. Or eighties. Now you're trying to push 1,400. 1,400. CFM. Maybe if you got a really good deal and you got a four ton. Well, yeah. Now you're getting 1,600 CFM trying Ooh. to push through that same duct system. Right. That only has 12 ducts. Right. Or 12 Right. And vents. now you can, you can kind of correlate the math and all of a sudden we're trying to get it's bad. 125, 140 That's probably the most common CFM. thing that we see over yeah. and over and over again and why it's so important uh, when you do have a contractor to come out and replace a furnace or air conditioner to do a, uh, a whole load home calc. load calculation yep. uh, and then pay attention to that load uh, because <laughs> that will really make a difference on homes, especially if the homes are from the 60s where the system's been replaced once already. You don't right. know what size it should have been. Nobody did a load calculation on that uh, prior to 1980 system. probably. Right. Uh, for that system replacement in the 80s. Now we're in the mid, you know, now we're in the 2000s and, and you know, you're going to size could, it off of what be was on there. The, let's see. If you had a home built in the 60s, you oh, changed you could be it on the, the second or third system easy. Yeah, mid 70s to 80s, you could be on the third or fourth system well, by this point. And most homeowners, you know, the only thing they have to go by is what they're buying itself. And they're thinking, well, the more I get or the bigger I get, the better it is. Right. That's simply not the case. At all. Yeah. At all, you can actually hurt yourself by doing yeah. that. It, it 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 costs more to operate. It makes it less comfortable, right? And you'll create noise issues. Yeah. So there's there's a whole host of things that we look at when we come out. Even even just on a simple maintenance, yep. we we check we the check system static stuff. pressure. We look at that and we make recommendations. Sometimes we can we can make adjustments. Sometimes there's dampers in there that we can we can adjust Change. a little bit right. and make it better. Um, but some cases we look at it and we go, gosh, this system is really poorly designed. This and this need to be fixed to make this system work right. So that thank you so up much. another day. I know that uses uh, up a bam. whole nother episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'd love to talk to you in person. So give us a call at 636-532-5841 and we'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Thanks.